Hey friends, welcome to the Robin Graham show. I'm so grateful you're joining me for another episode where we dive into entrepreneurship, faith, mental health, and so much more. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a brand strategist, business coach, and mentor. Join me every week to learn how mindset, strategy, and action combined will produce the results you are dreaming of. Discover your purpose and follow your God-led callings, values, visions, and passions to create a personal brand and strong foundation for long-term success. The sky is the limit when we spend time with like-minded people. Through interviews and solo episodes, we'll be diving into inspiring stories, life and business journeys of failure and success, and the strategies and tools used along the way. Ready to learn? Grab your cup of coffee, the car keys, or the dog's leash, and let's dive in to this episode. Friends, did you know that I have a resource page on my website with free eBooks to help you navigate anxiety or to build a successful business? Just go to www.therobingraham.com forward slash resources and download your free eBooks today. Hey, beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Robin Graham show. You guys, it's still January when I'm recording this show. So I'm still on that guess holiday hangover. But when I tell you that I have so much joy in my heart for the conversation that we're going to have, I like, I can't even express it because I just feel like there's this light and that God has led this guest to me to share this information with you. You know how much I believe in purpose and following our God-led calling and how God gives us everything we need in order to be able to do that. Today's guest has been on a journey similar to mine, where it's been a linear kind of success and then not so much success and then success. And we get so inundated with what we see in the world. And we forget sometimes that purpose is inside us and everything we need is already inside us. And that we were born as God's children to live lives of abundance in hope and grace and love. And also financially, if we follow our purpose and we more or less take advantage of the gifts that God has given us, right? So we are going to dive so deep into this today, just in this, I know it's going to be a remarkable conversation and I, you have to go over to YouTube and just check out the video for one second because Melissa Hughes is radiant and her joy is just jumping through the screen at me. So I just wanted to share that with you because she's beautiful and you will love her smile. But without any further ado, I want to bring Melissa Hughes on to the Robin Graham show to share her light with all of you. Melissa, welcome. I am so excited to be here with you, Robin. I just want to say thank you for being the light that you are, for being so committed to your message and taking a stand to know that, look, we can fully accept all of who we are and God's purpose in our life, and it really can lead to an amazing life and amazing legacy. So thanks for creating this space and really honing light into this conversation. It's so vital and so precious. It's an honor to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Will you tell the listeners a little bit about your journey and what brought you to write Soul to Soul? And for those on YouTube, you can see the book. I'm holding it up with her beautiful picture on the front, but it's it was beautiful. I read it and I would just got sucked in. So it's something, like I said before, when we talk about purpose, I just fully believe we all have one. And yes. if we just sit in it and we don't act on it, we're doing a disservice to the world. So anyway, I'm going to stop rambling and let you tell us oh, about no, your journey. You're absolutely correct. And clearly the journey, it's a long journey. It's not an easy journey, but most importantly, it's so worth it. And while I can definitely say that it's, it's, 
I always knew my purpose, but I didn't know how to access it and how to step into it. My purpose evolved over time. However, I will say that there was a time that I was not living in my purpose. I was in corporate. I was doing all the things. I literally was following this blueprint, if you will. The My family is not originally from Jamaica. So they got here and they're living this quote unquote American dream. And all I got was the directions. Get that education. Get a good job. Get the white picket fence. Get the husband. Get the car. All the things. And I did all that. And I got the good job. And I remember clearly as if it was yesterday, and I'll never forget this. I was at this luxury hotel at my desk, looking out the window and I was amazing, breathtaking. And I was so like sad because like many of you, I'm not unique in this. I was at my desk doing business calls, putting out fires, like all day, that was my life. It's like I had this luxury lifestyle without the vacation. The more I had worked, because I thought that the more money you make is the more happy you'll be and all these things will be accessible to you. But the more I worked, I felt like I had this titanium handcuffs on my hand. I felt like even though I had the money, I did not have the joy. And I was really getting a lot of, I was frustrated. I also knew the more money I made, I had less time for my family and for the people that I really cared about. And I didn't have any time for myself. I was working around the clock. And I was a little ashamed because this is what my family had dedicated their lives to make a way for me. I was standing on the shoulders of my ancestors. Who dare I, how dare I be resentful and upset? I'm making the money, what's wrong with me? Like it was just this crazy place of being. And I remember that there was this little voice and it would just tell me, there's another way. There's another way. And I am a thorough learner because that little voice was knocking on my heart, knocking on my mind continuously, but I didn't, I ignored it. I didn't pay attention to it until this one day. I was so fed up on this call. I was working with people that I halfway respected, didn't really, and my whole life was committed to this particular company. And I said, you know what? I don't know what this other way is, but I'm willing to explore what that is because I knew this was not it for me. And it was disappointing for myself, but it was what I needed is like that fire in the belly that I needed to actually get so uncomfortable that I move forward. And I will tell you that it took a lot of introspection. This did not happen overnight, but I did decide to go down this path of what this other way could possibly be. And I invested in myself. I did all those things. But at the end of the day, I found it. Like I found a way to create a business where I get to live in my sole purpose day in and day out. And while before I was frustrated and angry and upset, I live in joy and peace. I live in the life of surrender now. And before I was just like not making time for myself, gaining weight, impacting my health and wellness. And now I'm able to not only make time for myself, but also my family. I have a little seven-year-old now and it's amazing. It's just a treat to be with her. And I just realized that while it was profitable in corporate for sure, I make way more money than that. And I get to keep my soul and my joy. And that is the most freeing life that I am so thankful and humbled to be in every day. And so I'm not saying that I'm crazy unique. I've always been a giver. I've always wanted to make a big difference in the world. In that time corporate, I felt like I was making a difference in these walls, but it didn't really bring meaning for me. Now I get to make a difference in the world. And it's and I see the impacts and I see the results that I provide in the world. And what I would love to say and encourage that I know that my story is not unique. I know that there's a lot of people working and they make good money, but they might not find their joy or they're making money, but they don't get to experience life to the fullest. Or they are the givers that are wanting to take a stand and make a difference in other people's lives, but they don't realize that they're too, they're human as well. And they need to really 
know that their needs are just as important as the people that they serve. Mm -hmm. And so I believe when you listen to that little voice, when you listen to that little voice, that another world can open up for you. You can access what it looks like to be in your purpose. And you can trust that whatever that is that's egging you on, even when it looks bananas and crazy, that intuition is a game changer. And I know that's something that we're all born with, just like we're born with the sole purpose and a purpose. We're born, this is part of the, it comes from the manufacturing, y'all. We're all born with this intuition, this divine guidance inside of us. Unfortunately, world and experiences can cause us to be disconnected from that but it's there. And so that's what has really led me when I look back on all the successes, on the ups and downs and making it through with grace and ease, I have to attribute to that day. It's a bittersweet day, but it got me here and it's so worth it. I love it. It's so beautiful. Okay. Let's dive deeper into that because for people who maybe have heard this little voice inside of them, or they feel that knock on their heart. Yes. What did you do? What to really hone in on your purpose to really discover what exactly it was? You know, when you first heard that voice, you're like, I don't know what this thing is, but you followed it. Like, how can people take that next step or what is that next step that you recommend to discover what that purpose is? Yeah, my thing is you really do need to make a decision. Because when you make a solid decision, like, yep, I'm up for it. I want to just warn you, a decision is a powerful place to be. However, sometimes we decide we want to follow our purpose and we don't even understand what we just opened the doors <laughs> to And But you have to be able to be like, yep, I'm ready to go. And I feel like when that happens, when that happened for me, my life turned a bit upside down, but I really liken it to this. It's like, you have these best friends and they like know that some parts of your life, they love you regardless, honey, but there's some things that you need to clean up. There's some people around you that you need to shake up and to get more authentic people in your life. There are times where you have to go on the road by yourself to get to the other side, which is like abundant with people and people that are like-minded, share your same values. But that journey can be difficult. What I'd say is when I made my decision, I was unapologetic about the decision. People didn't always agree. I left Microsoft. <laughs> like They were like, what are you doing? Are you crazy? And in that part of my business, that first that I opened was a boutique day spa. Okay. And they were like, why would you leave a great job to be an entrepreneur? You already did this stuff. But you know what? I had to follow my heart because guess what? I had followed what other people said for a long time. And I'm an action taker. I will go to the hill. You give me the blueprint, I will, I will execute greatly. But I did that so much that I had to, at some point, decide for myself that it was worth the unknown. It was worth going on this travel, less this road less traveled. And so the first thing was a decision. Then I would say, I also did inventory on my life. This is a long time ago. I've been in business for like, over 20 years now without dating myself. And I remember back in the day, I'd be, what color is your parachute? Like when I was even interviewing for jobs, like I had to look at what were the things that were the things that for me came so natural. People were like, how do you do that? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm just breathing. These are the things we make life a very difficult. Some people are just phenomenal at talking, at connecting people. They're phenomenal at their athletic abilities, their vocal abilities. We all have, but it's take inventory. You might be in corporate right now. There's some things that you're getting paid a lot of good money for. That doesn't leave you just because you left your environment. Take it with you. These are transferable skills. And so I was not only looking at what was good for me, like what is something that I can really be a contribution to humanity? 
What can I offer to humanity? What problems can I solve out there in the world? And I and once I took that assessment for myself, then I ventured to say, okay, now how do I create a business around this? The other thing that I do that I learned looking back, I did this, but I did this organically. And I realized that's something I would love to share. You want to make sure that you are positioned in the marketplace. I was already in management at Microsoft, other corporations, Fortune 50 companies. Going out into the world, it's like you forget. I call it the giants of the world. We're giants. Corporations do so well with us. We really add a lot of value to the bottom line. They want us for our knowledge. They want us for what we can contribute, but they never want all of us. They don't want all of us. They just want the stuff that really supports them. But in your own business, you need to accept all of who you are. You get to be your quirky. You get to be your experience, your talents, your work, years of, of service in whatever place that you worked. Bring that to the table. Don't keep on chopping yourself up, depending on the circles that you're in, to make sure that other people are more comfortable, causing you to, in essence, dim your light. So when you jump, and if you've already jumped, take full assessment of all of who you are. Say all of who you be, not just what you do. Bring in who you are, because anyone, in essence, we really are quite honest about this. Anybody can do these things. Like we're humans. If I can do it, you can do it. But what no one can do is they can't be all of me authentically. Hmm. I oh, love this so much. I love this so much. <laughs> there, there's an exercise that I have my clients do where I have them list out like everything about their journey that got them to where they are today. And even when I did it myself, like I had to go back and revisit this list and I still go back and revisit it. And I'll think of some experience that, oh my gosh, that has any that enabled me to do this right in what we I do today. Tool. Yeah, we and have these this toolkit. Like we just pick yes. up on the way. Yes. And it could be anything from maybe your very first job was working with customer service, or when you think of customer service and the amount of customer service we provide as entrepreneurs, you think about every interaction you had. Maybe you presented to another team in another department, maybe taught other departments what your department was doing. Those are all customer service related things. Yes. They Absolutely. are speaking. They are, we all have experience with writing that we just took for granted because it wasn't in our title. And Right. When we really take an inventory of the skills that have led us to where we are today through all of those different experiences, it's pretty stinking remarkable. It's amazing. It's, I love the phrase, God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the called. And when you look back at your journey, you can see exactly how he equipped you to get you to where you are today so that you can serve the way he's intended you to serve and for the people who need you to serve them only the way you can do it. Absolutely. And that's that whole piece of us is yes. that we can do things that no one else can do the way we do them. And that's strictly because of who we are and the experiences we've had. Right. And never forget that because we might get in other circles. We're like, oh my gosh, they're doing so great. I got to be like them or because they're doing great and I'm not like them, I don't have a chance. You own everything. People that are like, oh, I'm a single mom. Who's ever going to acknowledge me in being able to do this in my field? Or, oh, I am, I come from a different country. How can I do that? Or no, I, everybody thinks I'm so perfect. How can I really be vulnerable? This goes through the whole gambit. I am saying that, you know what, whatever it is, the fall downs are the fall forwards. That's what they mm -hmm. are. You Absolutely. know, accept it, embrace it and really show up in all of that. 
And that is what will give you your power position. So yes, you can learn things from other people for sure. There are ways to do business that we just got to know we can't get around, but don't lose yourself the best version of yourself. Don't put that on the wayside. Don't wait for the perfect day for you to show up in your best way because that's your winning ticket to do amazingly well in the world of other people doing the similar things. They'll never do it like you. Own it and lean forward into that. I love that. So when you, in the book, you talk about standing in your purpose, not sitting in your purpose. And we all have a purpose but we have a choice with what we do with that purpose. So I'd love for you to talk about that a little bit. All right. So when you are sitting in your purpose, it's like you have that tugging in your heart. You're not like you're, give me just a specific example. You're at work. You don't like being there. You are doing things like you're productive. It's not like you're not a professional, but it's like, you know, that there's more out there for you and you're getting depressed. You're getting anxiety. You are like, melting away in this world where people are getting a lot of credit, but your soul is being lost in the shuffle. And if you know your purpose, but you're not in action around your purpose, it's like you and your purpose are looking at each other and there's no movement when you're feeling stuff stuck and stifled. Now that's when you're sitting in your purpose because we all have a purpose. Now, when you stand in your purpose, you are unapologetic. You are like, no, this is me. I'm going to serve in this way. It's my responsibility to serve these clients. And I'm going to do it in my unique way, unapologetically. I'm going to see how I can meet them where they are to support them in getting over whatever the jam, whatever the hurdle. I am committed. I am in alignment with who I am. I am able to share my values unapologetically. Like you are living. It's like, energetically, you're increased energetically. You are, even if you're tired, like I have been tired, but because I'm in my purpose, I am on fire. Like, (laughs) and I have been absolutely not tired when I was sitting in my purpose, but I was so depressed. I couldn't even lift a finger with joy. You know what I mean? And so that purpose really can bring you forward in such a phenomenal way that when you are standing in your purpose, there's other things at play. It's bigger than you. You could call for backup at any time that you want to. You're not there on accident. You're there for a reason. God did not bring you this far just to leave you right here. There's so many things you can pull on because you truly are standing in your purpose and you are accessing all of the awesome things that become sh- that show up for you in order to do what you do. I love that. And listeners, I just want to point out, so I have what I call my purpose formula, right? And it is taking a look at your values, plus your visions, plus your passions. And ultimately where those overlap, like in a Venn diagram, that's where your purpose lies. Because if you think about it, whatever it is you're doing and listening to you talk, Melissa, if you're sitting there and what you're doing isn't giving you joy, why is that? Is it because you don't enjoy the work? Or most likely it's because it's not aligned with the values that are so important to you. So stop wavering on those values. And then what are your visions for yourself from a little girl or you have had an idea of what you were going to become, how you were going to impact the world, right? Not everybody has these like grandiose ideas. I'm going to be queen and I'm going to, I'm going to do this and that. No, but we have these ideas of maybe teaching or something that we can then put forth into the world. And then your passions, 
when you're sitting in a place that isn't aligned with your passions, that you don't feel your passions anymore, all the chaos in the world causes you to lose the that fire, that flame, the igniting of your passion. So yeah. take a step back, maybe sit with a coloring book in your lap for a little bit, go for a walk in nature, just give yourself that space to reignite with your passions, because that that too is what's going to guide you to be able to feel fulfilled. And I definitely say you can always, even though we're not all so close to our intuition, I'm extremely like, like I said, I live in the surrender at this point, ask the question, like, what does it need to look like for me to revisit my purpose? What does it need to look like for me to be able to monetize my purpose and serve the world and make this big impact? Stay curious because oftentimes I feel like when we feel stuck and alone in what we are going through, we feel isolated and it really has the walls falling in, like closing in on us. And we're and the walls are closing in on us because we know so much, but whatever we feel like we know is keeping us and holding us hostage. It might be your circumstance. It might be how you were raised. It might be so many things that we are, that we're, all of our knowledge is actually limiting us. Mm -hmm. And when you are like feeling that way, then you can ask a question to get a different result. You can actually say, you know what? I heard Robin was talking about this purpose thing. Dang it. I'm over it. So what would it need to look like for me to live in my purpose and be able to monetize that and have a purpose-led business like you're talking about, Robin? What does it need to look like to do that? Because when you ask the question, because we don't know what we don't know, and you yes. just, you're in the listening of it. I say prayer is talking to God. Meditation is listening to God. So take that time out to listen yeah. to what shows up and don't count it. Don't be like, well, that's impossible. I'll never be able to do that. I heard this is what I'm going to be doing, but how in the world am I going to do that? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but stay curious because there might be another kind of world that's waiting for you. And all it was wanting is for you to ask the question so it can pour yeah. into your life. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I love this conversation so much. So um, where do I want to take this next? I'm like, I'm so here's where I'm thinking. And I was just trying to find this spot in the book and I can't find the page, but you talk in the books about how we're all born to be abundant. Like oh, yeah. meant abundance to have is our abundance. it's a better yes. yes. for those people that, and there are a lot of us out there who have struggled with mindset, struggled in belief and yes. forget the fact that the Proverbs 31 woman was incredibly successful and she made a lot of money. And a lot of our leaders, and even in the Bible, made a lot of money and then they were prophets and they had a purpose. They still made money. So to me, that tells us that God is perfectly okay with us making money. And the more money we make, we can actually then give, we can tithe, we can do charitable giving, we can hire babysitters to watch our kids so we can go out and volunteer. Like it opens the doors for more opportunities for service, more right. and more opportunities to fulfill our purpose. Talk so about I, that. I definitely, abundance is your birthright for sure. And let me tell you one of the perks of having a business that's all in alignment of your purpose. And this is something that maybe we talk about, maybe we don't, but is if we've ever worked for anyone, like I don't have a boss, I have my own business. Mm -hmm. And so I call God my boss, like he's the boss of all bosses and this is my boss. And like any good boss, if we ever had that experience, all the good bosses, they're like, what do you need? Like, they're like, as long as you're keeping their customers happy, the money's coming in, they're like, what do you need? Do you need a day off? What can I do to support you? 
And so abundance is your birthright because when you are actually in your purpose and serving the world, know that it's like God is your boss. There's no limitation. He has access to everything, like everything. So if you're having any challenges, go to the boss, make a request. What's going on in your life? There is nothing that's going to separate you from doing your purpose work, but you have to know that you need to accept that. And then with that belief and knowing that abundance is your birthright, you can stand on that and make the request to support you, your family. How are you going to be out there in the world and in your business? You should be profitable because when you're profitable, you can serve the world stronger, better, greater. Your impact can be so long lasting. You're showing your children how to be a good person and how to be profitable, like that it's all okay. Abundance is in so many areas of our lives. Abundance is in our relationships. And actually that's like priceless. Abundance is in our finances. Abundance is in our, our health and well-being. So when you know that's the case, you can actually be faced with situations where it's, oh, this does not look abundant. And because of that belief, you'll ask a question because you're like, okay. And it could be like, all right, I'm, I'm in this particular role or I have my business, but my clients, between what they're paying me and what's in the bank and what, I, what my bills are, Something's just funny money here. What's going on? I'm doing my purpose work. What's going on? Ah, abundance is my birthright. What does it need to look like for me to be able to serve my clients with grace and ease? You might have to increase your prices. You might have to see how you can get a group, do a group. It might be the price, but you might have more people in the space to make it happen. What are those things that can show up? You might be out there and you are serving the world and you're totally exhausted. And yet you still have your family commitments and obligations. You ask the question, what does it need to look like for me to serve the world and still keep my family intact with grace and ease? I'm not saying this because I read in the book. I do this all the time. That's what living in the surrender means. I'm extremely smart. But I also know that there's this other access of information that if I want to find out how to do this differently so it feels good for me, I am totally okay with being humbled enough to ask the question. Because when I do that, other opportunities, other options come into my periphery and I can pick that. And that's just because I know something is available. This is too difficult. I want to go through my life with grace and ease as I serve the world. So if this is feeling like it's not grace and ease, I ask a different question to get a different result. Can I just That's tell you, yeah. can I just tell you something funny? So I'm launching my first group coaching program called the purpose to results Academy. Okay. And the, the whole entire thing is simplicity, grace, and ease. Oh yes. Oh, that's real. So every time you yeah. say that, I'm like, oh, it just feels so good uh, because there's nothing like being able to navigate your life in your purpose with grace and ease. And so grace and ease is not struggle. No, it's not. It's not. And being an entrepreneur does not have to be a struggle. And I, everybody that listens pretty much knows this. I think that I'm off social media. Like I'm not using Instagram to build my business. And the reason I'm not is because it wasn't simple to me. It was stressful and too much comparison and doubt came into play. And what was happening was it was taking a lot of my time and energy but it wasn't aligned with my values. I wasn't consuming things that were keeping me in a positive mindset and focused on growth and abundance. It was keeping me focused on comparison and doubt and questioning. Am I in the right space? Am I following my purpose? Like constantly questioning. That's not healthy. And I had a complete download from God to say, get off. So I did. <laughs> but, right, um, right. Right. Like when he 
gives me a command. I'm going to listen. But, <laughs> but anyway, I'm saying all this to say that when we don't, when we don't accept the ability to be an entrepreneur or the, to have grace and ease in our business, when we don't accept that as a possibility, then mm. we do end up in that space of comparison and doubt and a negative mindset instead of a place of belief and maintaining solid space for ourselves. And that brings me to the other example in your book, the acronym of the fingertip or fingerprint, 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 yeah. fingerprint. And I would love, because I think this is such a great way to close out our time together. When you think about your purpose and we talked about identifying all of those things that make you unique, your experiences, your journey, mistakes you've made that you learned from whatever that's been, you are unique and your unique abilities. When you employ those in your life and business, you are going to experience ease and grace. So I would love for you to talk about that, the fingerprint model and how like they can adapt that into their lives and businesses to remember yeah. So the fingerprint, it's so important. This is actually coming from soul to soul, how to identify your soul purpose and monetize it. It's a book. So the fingerprint, and the reason I say this, because there's no quiz at the end, but I want you to listen clear, listen, be present with me. Fingerprint is an acronym. The first thing for fingerprint when you're living in your soul purpose is that we are all unique individuals and there's nothing that when you say, Hey, I'm ready to go. Just know there's always a space at the table for you. So when I talk about fingerprint, the F is for freedom. When you are free to be who you are and to live in your soul purpose, that is life giving, it's life changing. And you end up being that example, but it's a freeing feeling. Oh my gosh, I can bring my quirky, I can bring all of who I am to the table and be accepted. Absolutely, it's totally invited. So it's the freedom that it gives you when you are living in your purpose. Remember, Robin, I said, you're born. You're born this way, right? So why don't you return back to your whole reason for being on this planet? Let's do that because that's where you're also gonna get your freedom. The I is intuition. There's always a guidance there. That is part of the packaging. We come from this manufacturer, God, and he includes some really cool stuff in this packaging, right? Intuition <laughs> is part of it. And you will receive guidance along the way. It's You're never by yourself when you're living in your soul purpose. So be open to that direction. I talk to minds all the time. So be open to that direction and knowing that there's always a way to live your best life here as you're serving in the world in your purpose. The end is for just never giving up. Don't ever do it. At the end of the day, the only way that you lose is to give up. As long as you're in movement, you can always be guided. So just know that's the only way that you lose in this life. Giving up is actually not an option. As long as we have breath, there's always another possibility to step into so that you can live your purpose and be amazing for your legacy as well. The G is growth because Your purpose doesn't give you that virtual glass ceiling or the glass ceiling. You get to expand in your purpose. You can say, oh, my purpose was to help people monetize their soul purpose. Well, guess what? I started that in corporate, right? But then I got to grow and expand. Now I get to do that for people all over the world. That's amazing. And with that, you get tooled up. You fall down, fall forward, but you get stronger and stronger. So there's no stagnation when you're living in your purpose. Then it's the beautiful thing about evolving. The person I am 20 years ago isn't the person I am today. And that's so juicy. I love this gal. 
And I love it when I see my clients, my daughter, I love it when we don't have to pigeonhole ourselves. Oh, I've done this all my life. I can no longer do, I can't do so. It's too late in the game for that. No, beautiful, precious soul. You get to evolve. You get to take all this goodness. I remember I was a business owner for most of my life. 43 is when I had my daughter. I became a mom at 43. Talk about evolution. So guess what? I had to give myself the grace. Yes, I was successful in business, but I've never been a mom before. And auntie and mom is a little different. I learned that. <laughs> but I got to evolve. Now I am a businesswoman. I'm a mom. I'm, a, I'm doing all the things, but I had to allow myself that evolution. And with the evolution, you say, okay, let me let this go so I can grow into this. Let me keep on evolving. The R is reciprocity right? So all this goodness that you're putting out there in the world, there's actually a spiritual law of reciprocity. It will come right back at you. So just know that there is no, and people may say karma too, but at the end of the day, what you give out, make room to receive it. And this is especially important for the givers in the world. We give, but oftentimes we have a hard time receiving. And if you cannot receive a compliment, I'm talking to you. <laughs> so if you can't receive a comment, the ability to make more money, you're going to be challenged on that. So just understand, I say for the givers, if we were receivers, just as well as we were givers, we'd all be rich. We really would. So know that make room for the abundance that life provides when you're in your purpose. The next is prosperity. You will prosper. And some people are a little off with that because they just are not used to uh, abundance, prosperity as it pertains to finances. It's okay. I wasn't either. But now I have a seven-figure business. So I'm just saying, look, people, be open to the abundance that living in your purpose provides. If not for you, for your legacy, it's okay. Make room or for your contributions in the world. That's why I'm so emphatic about serving giants because it's already in your DNA to be givers. When you're wealthy, we all win. You're going to be invited to doors that are always closed. You're going to be invited to these tables of influence. I know because you're a giver, you're going to have, you're going to think about the people that don't have a voice. So it's my purpose to make sure the givers are profitable. So make room for the prosperity. And respect your soul purpose, okay? Because these are gifts. It doesn't even have to be hard for you. Respect this purpose because you have to lead that. You have to train people also to respect your purpose as well. If you don't respect your purpose, cannot thrive with you. It can't be your friend. It can't hang out with you because you're actually hurting yourself in the process. If you had this dream about being out there and sharing your voice with others, yeah, you might've thought you might be another Celine Dion, maybe not that, but that voice of yours could be the kind of voice that cuts through the crowd that says, ah, oh, listen up. Your voice is also can be very magical in different arenas. If you are a healer, I have clients that are doctors and they're like, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. But that healing spirit, the nurses and the doctors that are my clients, guess what? In their coaching practices, they're healing souls, still healers. It just looks different. So never think that you don't have an opportunity to continue to respect your gifts wherever you're led to serve in the world. The other thing is influence. Oh my goodness. When you step in your purpose, you get to shine your light. Whether you want to or not, it comes with the packaging. Don't worry about it. But what this light does is this light gives other people permission to shine their light. You are influencing that young girl, that young 
boy child, <laughs> your man child, whoever it is that's around you, whether you have children or not, people are always watching. And when they're like, man, she is this gutsy mama jamma. She is authentically herself and she's calling her shots and she's so kind. That level of influence is phenomenal. I wish that was the pandemic, right? <laughs> like, like that you are infecting people with your beautiful nature and your beautiful soul and your impactful ways that are positive in the world. So know that you have this ripple effect and hold on to it and just accept it. It's amazing. The other thing is natural. Your purpose is the things that comes natural for you. You don't have to be anyone else. You can just be the best version of yourself and leverage the things that are like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about that's unique? I just do this, What you know, all this stuff. And then lastly, T for time, because the time is now. If you're wondering, how can I make more money in my business or how can I increase money in finances? Who can you impact with your gifts, with your purpose? What you want wants you. What you want, it actually wants you too. That skill of yours, when you're sitting in your purpose and you're like, man, I need to stand in my purpose. Guess what? When you sit in your purpose, you create this amazing ripple effect. So there's never, it's never too late to lean into your purpose and to embrace all of who you are and to deliver on those goods because there's lasting effects on that. And whatever time it is, it's the perfect time and it's never too late. Do it now. Oh my gosh. Listeners, we're going to close out on that because I don't think that Either one of us could say any, maybe Melissa could. <laughs> I can't say anything more powerful than that. Melissa, that was amazing. Thank you so much for being here. What an honor to be in your presence and your light. And I cannot believe you're 50 years old. That's insane. Oh, you yes, look like you're 30. That's a purpose. Oh it keeps you joyful. It keeps you young. It keeps you curious. And it's just an honor. It's very humbling also. So I am so thankful. I am so happy that I'm here with you, Robin. I love everything that you're up to. I'm excited that you're going to be enrolling these amazing ladies into this group <laughs> coaching program where they get to lean, be curious about what that purpose is, try it on, do that thing with grace and ease. Y'all, that is the equation of success in life. You get to do this your way, except all of who you are. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Okay, so where can the listeners find you, connect with you, learn more from you? I'm going to put the link to your book in the show notes because it was such an inspiration. I think everyone should read it. And it's so funny because I picked it up and I was, I couldn't put it down. I'm like, I got to read this. This is so good. It just was inspiring. And I felt like we were so aligned in everything you were saying that it was so easy to just keep going and going through it. But so anyway, tell everybody where they can find you. Yes, absolutely. So you can always go to melissahughes.com. You can go to liveritchspreadwealth.com. I'm a founder of a movement. And I just had a documentary released on all it is as to what it looks like to be, to be a founder of a movement, to be this person I am. And if you want to know how to live unapologetically, if you want to know how to trust your gut, if you are a giant that is wanting to do great things in the world and you're limping a little bit, I talk all about it in the movie. So check that out. That's a gift free for everybody. And then I'm on the social medias and all that stuff like that. So I am Melissa Hughes. And if you ever reach out to me, mention Robin. We want to just love on her. And I get to just say, Aww. thank you, Robin, for all that you're doing. I look forward to hearing from you and live your best life. Oh, thanks, Melissa. Thank you so much. Listeners, if you enjoyed this episode and you know somebody else that could use this information that just needs a little push to live in their purpose or needs inspiration or is struggling and this could help them, 
please share it. Goodness, share it all over wherever, whatever platforms you're on, share it, please. This is such a beautiful message and so heartfelt. And I think we can really shine light in other people's lives by sharing it. So please do. And if you'd be so kind to leave a rating and review, if you enjoyed this conversation or any others we have on the show, I would be forever grateful. That is how we grow. That is how we get this information into more people's ears. So thank you so much for being here. And I wish you all a beautiful week. And that's a wrap, friends. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review. That would mean the world to me. If you know someone who could use the information shared today, please share the episode with them too. And let's connect. You can find me on Instagram, Clubhouse, Facebook, and LinkedIn as The Robin Graham. Lastly, if you'd like more information on personal branding and brand marketing strategies, be sure to join my email list and the Female Entrepreneur Insider Facebook group. We are there every week with tips and trainings to help you build a solid foundation for brand and business success. And don't forget, on the website, you can find a plethora of free resources. Go to therobingraham.com forward slash resources and download any of the free resources that I have created to help you build a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact. Until next time, remember to smile.